Hey, Nick, thanks for replying to me, man. That is awesome. I really like your thoughts and uh, input on all these decisions with Malcolm Butler and Patricia and the Lions and everything. So I am curious, man, who do you think are going to be the top five going in? Not what the NFL thinks, not what ESPN thinks. I'm curious to see what you think going into the draft, who are going to be the five most looked at. My main man, Kyle. Thank you for calling in, sir. Always enjoy these talks. Doesn't happen enough, you know? I took a little break from the anchor. See if I can't answer your question here. I'm going to give you in this discussion a short answer. I'm going to give you five players. I don't really have an order because I'm not confident in this five. Things are going to change before we even get to the draft, my man. Things could probably change today. So here we go. Number one, Josh Rosen. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Number three, Bradley Chubb. Number four, Sam Darnold. Number five, Baker Mayfield. Boom! I just think that it's going to be a quarterback-heavy first round. Teams are scrambling. And I think that a lot of the teams that made moves for quarterbacks are still going to draft quarterbacks. Uh, unless you – yeah, no, I, I do. I'm, I'm confident in that answer. Um, that's my five, my man. And just to elaborate on my last post slash answer to Kyle – uh, which I, I did post on this today's episode. Uh, I will. I, I want to elaborate. I want to put this in an actual segment of what I think. I've talked to this about Kyle, and you'll hear this from Kyle when he calls back in or whenever that is. I really do think this this draft is going to be super quarterback heavy. The first, honestly, the top twenty, I wouldn't be surprised if five of the good quarterbacks went: Rosen, uh, Mayfield, Darnold. I always forget the other Josh. I don't know why. Whatever. But, yeah, I just think it's going to be very heavy, and I do think that the teams who traded for quarterbacks like uh, Arizona, um, I could see Denver drafting a quarterback as well. Denver should go ahead and snag up Mayfield, and you could challenge uh, Keenum there to that starting spot and easily become that starter there. I think Mayfield right now is a better quarterback than Case Keenum. I don't give a damn where he came from in Minnesota or what, but that's just me. Um I really do think that the draft, this draft order is going to change. I think that I'd heard yesterday that the Bills again are trying to move up higher. So it, it, it's not I, – I can't – I'm not confident in this first order of draft. It's going to change, and it's going to change. Um, I don't know about a lot, but I think that it could. I think that it definitely could change. I think there's a lot of teams out there still actively trying to rise up and everything. I hope that my Packers are as well, but it's okay, though, because I, I'm, I'm very happy with the moves that the Packers have made. I'm very happy with – uh, our future weapons, and I think that we're going to make up some very loud noise in the draft. Um, yeah, I just think that 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 I think the fifth, that number five in the whole draft, I think is not for certain. I don't think because I think teams can honestly reach for a lot of people to go that five. I don't think Baker Mayfield is really was projected to go fifth for a long time, and now he's up there. But I mean, Bradley, that Bradley Chubb defensive end guy could fall. Um, there's a cornerback from Alabama. I'm not sure. I don't know his name, but he could come up. Um, depending on how bad teams need a receiver, dude, the Calvin Ridley dude is a monster from Alabama. I'm truly hoping that he is there when the Packers get to their 14th pick. I really do hope that. And it's not impossible at all. I mean, I know we're taking this uh, this guy from, I think, UTEP, I think is what it is. He's an edge rusher, which we do deeply need. But, hey, man, you can't – Calvin Ridley is a bona fide pro. And he deserves to be there. I, I would love for – that to happen. But I just think that this draft is going to be nuts, man. 
just to elaborate a little more, I think that there's a lot of teams that could do a lot of different things uh, before our April 25th draft day. So stay tuned. Get you some more updates and who switches up and who doesn't. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. An elaborated response. Hey, so for some checking in just real fast, for some awesome big-time news, the most recent thing in sports last night was the uh, Villanova, College of Villanova. What the heck is their mascot? Villanova Wildcats? I think that's right. Anyways, the Villanova Wildcats defeat the Michigan Wolverines in the national championship 79-62. Villanova was hands down the best team left uh, in the tournament. That Jay Wright is just a monster as far as coaching goes. He is a developer of young minds, most definitely. He is an incredible coach. Shout out Villanova Wildcats on their third championship. No, I'm sorry, second championship in three years. That's a resume, my man. So, I know I've been gone a while, and I know that a lot has happened. Truthfully, the sports was just way too overwhelming for me to, I don't know, to, to, to be able to keep up with a goddamn radio show, right? It's my first year. You know, I'm new to this, and I just got overwhelmed. The tournament went crazy, starting right off the bat. I just wanted to enjoy that and not have to worry about collecting data and information uh, to put on a good show for you guys. I just wanted to enjoy it. You know, but now that it's over with, I'm going to try and get back into things. I'm going to ease it way, ease it back into it here. But while I was gone, there were a few things that happened. You know, as far as NFL free agency, huge things happened there. Um, I'm not going to go back too much on the NFL stuff. Um, I just, uh, just some big things happening. You know, I mean, the Cleveland Browns made a bunch of huge moves, recaps as far as that goes. Uh, they got Jarvis Landry. I know I put a segment out when that all that was happening. That was the very beginning. So the Browns made all their moves. Um, a lot of my friends uh, know that I am a diehard Packers fan. So I know that I haven't addressed a lot of Packers issues. And don't get me wrong, once football, once NFL season starts, you guys are going to be so tired of me because I feel like I, that's, I think NFL is probably what I'm the most passionate about um, just because I'm in, in love with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so when the pack, when that stuff comes, I will be way more consistent and, and things will be better. But nonetheless, I'm, you know, I'm fine now. But the Packers, I don't think I talked about, you know, we, we've got Deshaun Kaiser from Cleveland, which I wasn't crazy about, truthfully, just because we don't, right now, based off experience, he slides down to our number three quarterback. While Brett Hundley is there, Right now, he's not the most experienced. Sean Kaiser is not the most experienced quarterback. So he's our third in the depth charts. We traded our best cornerback, Demarius Randall, for him. That swap trade-up sucked for us because we are hurting on that cornerback side. But long story short, the underworkings of it, we swapped fourth-round picks, which makes which gives us a better fourth-round pick, which, you know, Packers are all about, we, we have a great system. We bring our people up through the draft, and we draft very well, and we develop them very well. Um, so that pat, that pick is going to be nice. We have a lot of fourth round picks, which is a very crucial point in the draft, and I think we can do a lot of damage. So I've just you know, there's just a lot of things that we're going to recap on here. 
I'm not going to touch too much on the NFL, but there has been a lot of moves, a lot of big things. I think Tennessee did, made a lot of moves this year, which is fun to say. It's probably getting uh, Malcolm Butler. Me and Kyle have talked about that before, so that was probably a very big signing as well. Akeem Talib, the Rams. I'm sorry. No, the Rams win free agency, most definitely. They are fully stocked this year, so that's going to be very interesting to watch. But nonetheless... We're going to swap over and talk about a few other things, just a few recap things, just a few things I want to get off my chest uh, that happened in the past coming weeks. I just want to just want to say a few things, just touch on a light thing. So I'm trying to figure out how I want to start this little recap here without briskly flying by everything and slowly touching on the things that needed to be touched on. I want to, at some point, give this farewell to Jordy Nelson, okay? A lot of people have been asking me how I feel about this, and I really haven't elaborated too much. Um, Jordy Nelson was a Jordy Nelson. Uh, that's what I call him, Nelson. Yeah, we're on a, we're on a nickname basis. Um, how I feel about Nelsie, <sighs> he's been a part of my life for a long time, about six, seven years, really. So I hate to see him go. I do, but it's, it is a business, you know? I, got, I don't have the numbers directly in front of me, um, but this was just, this was probably, I don't want to say it was heartbreaking when I first heard about it, but I mean, yeah, he, okay, so I guess what, what, what me personally, what me personally, as Aaron Rodgers is my favorite football player, personally what affects me about this is how close Jordy Nelson is uh, with Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? So I do feel for A-Rod. You know, that sucks. He lost his, I mean, their, their hands down on the team have the best chemistry between him and receiver. Between quarterback and receiver, they have hands down the best chemistry. Um and that's been like that since day one. So that's you don't break bonds like that easily. So that's that's a struggle, and that sucks to watch because I know that um, Aaron Rodgers is losing a weapon uh, as well as a friend. So that is that that's hard to take. But I do know that Jordy Nelson. Uh, you know, people have always asked me, could Jordy go somewhere and be as good as he is uh, without Aaron Rodgers? Um, I think he's a good receiver. I do. I think he's a great possession receiver. He's a great, great route runner, and he's obviously an awesome vertical threat. Um, I think he could go somewhere and thrive. Uh, he won't go somewhere and be an all-pro. I just don't – and I don't mean it because his work ethic and everything. Everything about Jordy Nelson is great and is a hard worker, you know. Um, but Aaron Rodgers makes so many people on that, on that side of the ball – better and you just can't deny that so that's tough that's tough to say that he'll go and be as good um without Aaron Rodgers I just I don't I don't think that he is as good without Aaron Rodgers so there's that tone let me bring this back here real fast because what I didn't want to do was throw dirt on Jordy Nelson because that's not my intention at all Jordy Nelson is a great receiver. Jordy Nelson at one point was maybe not an elite receiver, but Jordy Nelson was that guy for Green Bay, you know, pretty much from the moment he got there. I mean, I think that's pretty 
that's pretty self-explanatory. Came from Kansas State. Um, just a farm boy, you know what I mean? So, like, the work ethic is there. The drive is there. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from Jordy by any means. But let's – let's. Uh, he, he's he's – I love Jordy Nelson. <laughs> I'm trying to make this sound as sweet as possible without saying that he's just not as good without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and plus, given you, and you'll never be able to know. No, I mean, he won't get those years back. He won't get his prime years back, what he had with A-Rod, and that's fine because he played with the best quarterback. I mean, he played with the best possible situation. Um, wanna see, he has got a Super Bowl ring, you know what I mean? So he can, he's going to be a Green Bay Hall of Famer. I mean, he'll, we'll, we'll hang his number up and we'll retire his his name and all that good stuff like we did Favre and all them like I, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in that you it should that should happen so I am very sad to see him go he was a great receiver and is a good receiver he's gonna be he went to Oakland and honestly that's perfect because you've got Amari Cooper over there who's up and coming the do-it-all your the do-it-all guy and then you've got to have Derek Carr who's got a big arm and he's, an, he's a good athletic quarterback. You need that vertical, deep threat, good veteran receiver, and they got exactly that. They dropped Michael Crabtree and picked up Jordy. You can't get much better than that, honestly. I mean, he'll still Jordy will still be very productive over there with that high-powered Raiders offense. Um, so I'm not worried that you know he's not going to produce for however many re- remaining years he's got in the league. Um, I do know that I just don't think that he will be as – as hype or as dedicated as he, as how he played with Green Bay. I just think that that's just what I think. I think that his best years are obviously behind him, and I think anybody can agree with me on that. But I do think that he will go over there and make a difference on that Oakland side. I really do think that. Really do. So from myself and from everybody I am associated with who has yet to say it. Again, I'm sorry. This is late. This is the sports recap. I needed some time to heal properly grief. But I'm saying thank you, Jordy Nelson, for everything you did for us. Super Bowl winning receiver. All pro receiver. I love you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, to the Tuesday sports recap of Nick's Ticks. Been gone a while, just enjoying the sports, enjoying what's what's being broadcasted. Don't want to have to think about performing for a live audience. There's millions of you guys out there. It's a lot of pressure, you know. Us anchors, you know, we got to deal with it all. Got to deal with it all. Well, it sounded good. Anyways, look. So here's I played that. So we had that last Jordy segment. Okay, I played a sad, a sad tune for his goodbye towards the end. I thanked him for his service. It's very heartbroken, heartbroken and breaking. I, I, I was heartbroken to hear about it, and my heart is still breaking. I'm heartbroken. So moving on from him. We love him. He, no one will ever forget what Jordy did for us, what Jordy did for our quarterback, what Jordy did for himself. Made a name for himself coming out of nowhere. Kansas State. Kansas State's, you don't ever hear much about him in college football, so it's pretty good coming from where he came from. So here is why 
Moving on from Jordy is a little easier, okay? I'm gonna butcher this gentleman's name, but our new GM used to be in charge of player personnel. Brian Gunquist. Wow, I think I just totally nailed that, actually. Anyways, Gunky has been on works, quietly doing deals, not big deals. You know, the Packers are known for not making moves in free agency, but guess what? We have most definitely made two deals in free agency this year. I don't even know if we're done yet. There still might be another one, a little small something in the works. Maybe not, though. But so here's what is impressive in what we did in free agency. So I told you guys earlier about the Demarius Randall for Deshaun Kaiser trade with the Browns. We also swapped um, a couple picks. It might be two picks that we swapped, but either way, both of the picks that we swapped with Cleveland are better picks than what we gave away. So it kind of works out giving our number one quarterback because we got some good good draft picks out of it. So smart move, safe, not, not necessarily safe move, and we gave up our number one quarterback, but cornerback, but um, for rebuilding purposes, it's a smart move. I'm down for it. So amongst that, we also got rid of Jordy. And that cleared up. Uh, Jordy was either the, the, the story behind it was either going to take a pay cut because he was making eleven and a half million dollars, and we needed that. To, we needed to restructure or whatever. A lot of us were hoping that they would have restructured him. Um, I think he said he came out and even said he would have taken a pay cut. But it's a business. It's a business side of things. We just needed that money back. We needed all of the eleven and a half million dollars, and so that's what we did. That's what we moved forward with. And this segment's going to go well in the past three minutes, so just bear with me. It's not like anybody listens, anyways. But in clearing up that $11.5 million, we were able to bring back Traymon Williams, who played for us in 2010, who was a pro bowler in 2010. Um, so he's a leader, vet, experience, knows the playbook. I love that. That's great. I know he's 35, can't teach experience. Next one. The big one, really. I mean, I'm, there's someone else here, and I'm just, oh, ah, yeah, uh, Sheldon Richardson. Yes, Sheldon, the, on the defensive side, staying on the defensive side. Sheldon Richardson, 29-year-old defensive tackle. This, this, this is huge. This is a risky, a risky signing, um, but if he performs one iota of what he did in the Jets when he first started, it pays off entirely, and it pays off for about four years because he's only 29. He has had some attitude issues, you know what I mean? He's kind of maybe a tough guy to, to deal with at times, but, man, his play speaks for himself when he's that he was traded from the Jets to Seattle and he played there for a year, and then we re-signed him. We paid him a pretty good amount of money, but in, and I'm not, I, I don't have the basics for you, but I know that he, we, we paid him what we freed up cap space from Jordy. We helped, helped pay his salary. So that's two players already that are going to make a huge difference for us in getting rid of just one player so losing Jordy but we've also signed a veteran cornerback and a very good I could say he's probably tail end of his prime Sheldon Richardson so win-win so far money saving uh, for your bang for your buck the next one the biggest one really the biggest one uh, we signed tight end Jimmy Graham for three years fucking awesome forgive my language this is a great signing for us if you look it up I don't have the numbers here if you look it up, the touchdowns that Aaron Rodgers threw uh, last year before he went down and the year prior, the most touchdowns that he went, went in the red zone. 20 yards are out, 20 yards or less. Most of them coming from a tight end. Boom. We have not had very good tight ends. I mean, Richard Rodgers is Richard Rodgers, but let's face it, that Hail Mary pass is all because Aaron Rodgers put that shit right where it needed to be. So, I mean, 
we thought we had something in Martellus Bennett. I was a full supporter of that, but things did not end up working out like like we thought they would have. So kicked into the curb. Um, and let's enter Jimmy Graham. This is huge, man. Like I don't care if he's old. Uh, he's still he's he's still a monster. He is going to open that field up so far. You saw what what we were able to do in that Dallas playoff game with Jared Cook. Jared Cook is not even in the top ten of tight ends, and you saw the miraculous historical catch that Aaron Rodgers gave him. That dude will go down. That game will go down. Remember that play will go down in history. So you're welcome, Cook. But this Jimmy Graham stuff is huge. This is the best signing that we've had. Hopefully we've got another one up our sleeve, but we might not. But so here, here's what I want to wrap it up with. So in cutting Jordy Nelson, $11.5 million is what we freed up. We were able to sign Jimmy Graham, Traymond Williams, and Sheldon Richardson. That's the most free agency activity that the Packers have done in like five to ten years. Look it up. I'm pretty sure that's exact. That's true. Martellus Bennett was like the biggest signing for us last year that we had done in five years. I know that. So making moves over here. Haven't got a chance to speak out on a Packers free agency move yet. So there it is. Just a longer segment. Sorry about that. Bear with me. Go Pack Go. Love you, Jordy. But hey, sometimes you got to make these money moves. And that's clearly what Brian Gunquist is doing over there on the Green Bay side. So things are looking up. Things are looking up. All right, all right, I'll be just shut up. Finished with the NFL side of things of the sports recap. I'm going to publish this first half, okay? So here's my final remarks. Go Pack Go, and the Chicago Bears still suck. Peace.